Welcome, Wealth Warriors. This is Tiz Gambacorda's No BS Podcast, the only podcast that delivers the uncensored truth about business and investing success from the trenches straight to your earbuds. Download a free copy of the No BS Guide to Wealth at guide.tiz.tv. And now, once again, it's time to claim back the No BS truth about success and wealth. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Future of Money Virtual Summit. My name is Ryan Andrew Peterson. I am the CMO of Conscious Marketer and the co-producer of this event. And today we have some heavy hitters in our lineup. It is the final day today, and so I hope you'll join us all day. Um, On the line, we have Tiz Gambagorta, and he's going to be talking about the three steps to generating multiple income streams with cryptocurrencies. As soon as tonight, I'm going to turn it over to Roger Bryan, our co-host, to introduce Tiz. But without further ado, Roger, why don't you take us away? Perfect. Before I get started, I need to share this fancy dancy disclaimer with everyone. The content of this summit is provided for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide any specific tax, accounting, legal, or other investment advice or provide the basis for any financial or investment decisions. You should always consult with a licensed professional to seek advice specific to your own situation. Now, let's get started. Welcome back to day 10 of the Future of Money the world's largest online cryptocurrency summit. I'm Roger Bryan. I am an investor and the founder of the Digital Currency Index, and I'm also co-host and co-producer of the event. Our next presenter, we're going to be talking with Tiz Gambacorta. I had a chance to talk with him before on this call and take a look at his presentation. He's got some great stuff for you. Now, let me introduce Tiz. Tiz managed a $750 million derivatives portfolio by the age of 22 as an FCA-regulated trader. After being promoted to the youngest vice president in the trading division of Barclays Bank headquarters in London, he realized that there was more to life than working for the man. He went on to build, scale, and sell five separate six-figure-a-year digital publishing and education businesses. He then merged his passion for finance and for the internet by co-founding 8020research.com, the number one publishing house dedicated to helping people live the life they dream, desire, and deserve by leveraging the internet. After investing $150,000 into his own trading education and self-improvement, he became financially free by the age of 36 and is now on a mission to help 100,000 average people take back control of growing and protecting their wealth by December 31st, 2020, as the government, employers, or systems certainly won't. Uh, This looks like a quote here. Formal education will make you a living. Self-education will make you a fortune. Pretty badass. Tiz is going to be doing a presentation for us today and sharing some amazing insight on the three steps to generating multiple income streams with cryptocurrencies as soon as tonight. During this session, you're going to learn, you're going to discover the two little known ways to generate passive income with as little as $100. Him and I were talking about that before the call. I've got some questions about that, and he's got some amazing insight on that. Learn how to drastically de-risk your crypto portfolio in the process. For those of you in the Totally Crypto family or in the Digital Currency Insiders family, you know that the primary focus of all of my investing strategies starts with risk mitigation first, profit-seeking second. It's a great strategy. Too few people do it, and Tiz is going to have some amazing ways for you to implement that in your portfolio. You're going to learn how to achieve this regardless of your level of experience in as little as a few minutes per day. And based on his presentation, he's going to give you great insight that you can implement today so that by tonight, 
you have a well-tuned and fine-performing portfolio. At the end of this talk, Tiz is going to be sharing out some free resources for you that um, you're going to want to take advantage of, and we're extremely grateful. He's going to talk about that a little later. So, Tiz, welcome. Would you like to say hello to everyone in the Future Money Summit ecosphere? Absolutely. Uh, thank you so much for that amazing introduction, Roger. Um, I am so excited, so pumped, and thank you so much for having me here. I know it's the last day. Uh, I know a lot of people, a lot of speakers have been um, sharing some amazing content uh, prior to this. Very excited to be here. Uh, and yeah, I'll, I hope uh, I'll, I'll be adding the final piece of the puzzle to, to what seems to have been an amazing summit so far. Awesome. And now, right before I tell you to uh, queue up the uh, presentation that you're going to be doing, we're asking all of our speakers this one question. How do you think crypto will influence the future of money and the world? What's your perspective? Um, well, I think crypto will influence the future of the world so much more than it will influence the future of money. The applications of crypto to finance in general, to banking, to trading, to international settlements, uh, to monetary policy, uh, and to a certain extent, to a certain extent, to inflation are fairly known. They're not implemented yet. Uh, they are not, you know, there's still a few question marks, but we know which way this is going. What I think will really make an impact so much more than what is known is how cryptocurrencies and more specifically blockchain would then translate into everyday life, whether it's um, uh, public records, whether it's private records, which is Anyway, any way we live, I think that is an impact that most people yet have to recognize. I love that. And I know you're going to talk about some of these things in your presentation. Um, before I have you introduce what you're going to be talking about today, you can get your presentation queued up and maybe even get it on the screen. Um, I want to tell you and the audience, I reserve the right to interrupt whenever the hell I want question everything that you're saying or add value where I think that I might be able to. But other than that, do you want to cue that up and tell our audience a little bit about what you're going to be talking about today? Fantastic. Okay, so just to make sure we are on the same page, uh, can you see my presentation now? We are ready to rock and roll, sir. Fantastic. So um, what I'll be sharing with you today is three ways um, and potentially for, depending how we go on time, depending how much interaction we're getting throughout this talk, that you can use to generate multiple income streams, or MIS as I call them, with cryptocurrencies as soon as tonight. Now, um, I know that sounds like a big claim. Um, you will see that some of what I'll be sharing today, uh, you can just go right into your wallet, into your exchange, and start building those income streams. So by the end of this presentation, you will have a clear path uh, to generating um, income streams. Then how many of them uh, and how big? Well, that's totally up to you. Awesome. One of the things I want to ask you, and we talked about this a little bit before, you're about to dive in. Can you tell me a little bit how you got into crypto? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, um, I, I have to admit and confess um, that I, unlike most people perhaps uh, who uh, are either watching the summit or, or have spoken before, I was not smart enough to see cryptos coming. Uh, I, I missed the first round of, you know, the big crypto boom. Um, the only reason that uh, I eventually ended up finding out about cryptos is that um, as, as part of one of my businesses, I ended up hiring a virtual assistant in Myanmar 
or also called Burma. And the issue was that with the government controls around currencies, it wasn't possible to pay her uh, through tra traditional means. So what I ended up doing is buying you know, a few thousand dollars of this you know, Bitcoin type currency, which to me meant nothing um, at the time, so that uh, we could pay her. Well, it turned out that eventually things didn't work out with her. And so it, I, I ended up holding uh, this, this Bitcoin. And the truth is, is that I completely forgot about it. Um, until um, it was late 2016 where there was a lot of um, mention in the media about Bitcoin and, and you know, the first few kind of um, mainstream news outlets were talking about it. And so I said, hmm, let me go check out, uh, you know, what's happening with, with that, you know, Bitcoin thing I bought at the time. And I noticed that that investment had gone sevenfold, um, had gone up sevenfold. And I thought, wow, okay, there is something here. I'm, I'm, I'm excited by this. I don't really understand it. Uh, but I, I have to get into this because there's something going on. And so that's how I kind of, you know, initially reluctantly and now very gladly got into cryptos. Awesome. And I think that's a great segue into your presentation. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put myself on mute. I'm going to let you get kicked off with that. And you will know when I'm ready to interrupt because I am loud as hell. So I will talk to you here shortly. Go for it. <laughs> I can get carried away very easily. Okay. Um, also, something else I'm going to be doing at the end of this presentation uh, is um, there will be a, an, a, an additional bonus gift that will be shared. There is already a link, I believe, around uh, this video. Um, so make sure to stay until the very end um, so you can see how you can claim your, your, your additional gifts. Now, perhaps more importantly, um, I'd like to share with you uh, the story of a donkey, a donkey mula. Well, he's a donkey and his owner mula. Um, Mula um, was a, a, a business person and an entrepreneur like many of us here, um, and he happened to be crossing a border. Uh, so he had he, he back in the days, um, the he had his donkey loaded with um, uh, bundles of straw on the back, and it was an international border. So uh, as he was walking through, the customs inspector stops him and asks him, "Hey, stop! You know, we, you haven't declared anything. What exactly are you carrying on that donkey?" Um, and the mullah just said, look, I'm, 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 an, I'm an honest smuggler. And uh, well, clearly the inspector got suspicious and said, well, you know, let, let me search what you have on that donkey. And, uh, you know, just so that you're aware, if I find anything that you haven't declared and you haven't declared anything, then, you know, not only you will have to pay the customs duty, but I will also have to fine you. Mullah very triumphantly and very uh, confidently said, go ahead, search. You won't find anything in there. Uh, so, lo and behold, the inspector um, searches the bundles and couldn't find a single thing in them, okay? So, he has no choice but to let the, the, the gentleman pass. Next day comes along, once again, Mullah crosses the border with a straw-carrying donkey. Um, inspector searches the donkey, doesn't find anything, he goes through. And so, this pattern continues, you know, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. Um, and as this happens, uh, it turns out that this, uh, this businessman... He's, he's getting wealthier and wealthier. He's wearing more extravagant clothes, you know, more expensive jewelry. Like, things are looking up for him. Um, but again, you know, the, 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 uh, the customs inspector cannot do anything. And eventually, you know, this thing goes on and on for years and he retires. Well, um, eventually, they, they both happen to live in the same town. And the customs inspector spots the, the businessman in, in, in a crowd in a market. He says, stop, I recognize you. Um, you know, you were the guy with the donkey through my border every day. Well, I've now retired, but just to satisfy my curiosity, please tell me, you know, what were you smuggling all those years 
right under my very own nose. And so Mula looks at the, um, at the customs inspector. Um, you know, he's kind of stretches his back, you know, very proud of himself. Um, and he looks at the, at the customs inspector and says, I was smuggling donkeys. <laughs> so the moral of the story here is, is pay very close attention um, because some of the three uh, or three and a half, as the case may be, um, ways to generate uh, income streams or multiple income streams with cryptos um, may be some of the greatest and most obvious opportunities um, that you will come across. And they may just right be in front of your eyes. And, you know, you, you, you may be wondering, well, you know, hey, Tiz, you know, if, if, if you know, these income streams are, uh, you know, so obvious, right? Uh, well, you may be wondering two things, right? Number one, what makes them different from any other type of income stream, right? Um, for example, if you look at real estate or if you look at bonds or, or the equity markets or, or even having a business. Well, here's the thing is that in most investments, whether it's real estate, stocks or uh, even having a business, there's always a minimum startup capital. OK, um, if you want to buy and sell real estate, you know, you need a relatively large amount of money and there's a lot of transaction costs. If you're looking at a business, it takes time to start a business. It takes a certain amount of initial investment and so on and so forth. What you're looking at here are strategies to create income streams and multiple income streams that you can start as soon as tonight with literally as soon as 10 bucks. OK, um, you know, you don't have, as, a, as, as I'm sure you may have heard, you don't have to buy a whole Bitcoin, right? You can test all of these strategies today with just a few bucks. OK, and yes, you know, cryptos have generated insane returns, right? Um, you know, we're looking at, you know, Ethereum at some point was up 81,000%, like the crazy stuff, right? Um, even Decred, you know, the, the bottom one in the list is only up, well, was only up 10,000%. Now, um, what this chart doesn't really say, and it's something that you should be aware of, is that, you know, these coins can go up 81,000% as easily as they can go down 81,000%. Um, so the question is, how do you risk mitigate that? How do you still get exposure to these insane returns um, whilst at the same time mitigating your risk? Well, the answer is with income generation, with multiple streams of income, because um, once you have multiple streams of income working for you in your portfolio, um, a lot of things can go wrong, and yet that constant income stream uh, can um, compensate for a lot of, you know, um, adverse market movement, mistakes, um, and just things not working out initially. Another question you may be wondering is, hey, Tiz, you know, you're sharing these strategies with us today. Um, and hey, you know, if, if you know, if, if, if they are so obvious, why aren't most people already doing this? Well, it's very simple. People are doing this and a lot of people are doing this. And as it so happens, it's mostly the big institutional money who are doing this okay essentially the way they work is is you know they are constantly hunting for the best investment opportunities they have very smart people working for them and is it in their best interest um to let the everyday man and woman know about this no of course not right for example if you look at some of the largest banks in the world what they do is they take your money at exactly zero percent one percent if you're lucky right um you know if you're watching this how much you know, how much interest is the bank paying you, right? <laughs> if you're getting 1% these days, you're lucky. And that's actually even not true, 
right? Because your real interest rate, if you take into account the fact that inflation is about, what, 3% these days, take or give, or at least official inflation, then obviously real inflation is higher, um, you know, you are getting a negative interest rate, okay? By keeping your money in the bank, you are losing money, okay? Um, and, and if you think your money is guaranteed, it isn't. Okay, it, they say it's guaranteed up to a certain amount, and that's debatable. How do I know? I learned the hard way. Okay, I had a bank go down on me uh, a few weeks ago, and believe me, like your money is not safe with the banks. Anyway, um, it, it, you know, it, for example, these are two of the of the banks that I used to work for, uh, Barclays Capital or Barclays Bank and Deutsche Bank. Two, they are two of the largest financial institutions in the world, and you know, they didn't get these tall buildings because they were giving money away. Okay, they got this type of um, buildings and, and profits because they were taking your money and investing it in some of the strategies that I'm going to be sharing with you today. Okay, um, now you may be wondering, hey, Tiz, you know, but aren't banks against cryptos? Well, yes and no. Okay, um, first of all, keep in mind that um, banks, you know, large banks, we're talking 80,000, 100,000 employees. There are so many departments and so many different groups within a bank that you know what one group says is not necessarily representative of the whole position of the bank and we may as well talk about this now right um on on one hand it is true that banks are against cryptos okay not because cryptos are bad but simply because they have been in business for centuries they are sitting on a very important piece of the world economy which is finance and they are making insane profits uh by you know, providing services which that are around transferring currencies, exchanging currencies, lending money. And guess what? With the advent of cryptos, they are being disintermediated. They are being potentially put out of business. Okay. They have not such, had such a threat to their core business model ever. Okay. Even the global financial crisis 10 years ago, um, it was a financial crisis. Okay. It wasn't a threat to their business model. With cryptos, their whole business model is being threatened. So the point being here is that publicly, yes, they are against cryptos for very clear economic reasons. And, and believe me, they care about their interests, not about yours, regardless of what they say. How do I know I was working for those banks? Um, now, on the other hand, though, they understand that this technology can also help them in their business and they understand that they need to adapt. Okay, And so that's how they're starting trading desks, private equity funds, and other types of um, they're placing other types of investment to cryptos to make sure that they don't miss the boat. Um, now, for example, for example, right, just to give you an idea for how bad uh, this thing has got with banks. And that's one of the reasons that I quit banking. Um, you know, they are constantly being fined for mis-selling to customers. That's Barclays being, sell, being fined $2 billion with a B. $14 billion is a potential fine that Deutsche Bank was about to be given, okay, $14 billion. And mis-selling is just a fancy word for saying lying. They have been lying to their customers. And again, I, 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 I was one of them. Uh, that's, that's a reality. That's actually the very same trading floor that I used to work on. Um, and people working for the banks, they have their own interests at heart because their job is to make money for themselves and for the bank, not for the customer, okay? Um, so very quickly, if, if you don't know me before we get into the, the nuts and bolts of this, um, I was born in a single parent family in, in a council flat in Italy. I then went on to become a full-time trader for Deutsche Bank here in the city of London in the UK and then Barclays Capital. Um, and 
back in 2011, I, I was made redundant and when I was faced with a choice, okay, what do I do? Um, it came to a point I was very disgusted with how the banks were operating and, and really it's, it's not a nice environment to work in for yourself and you're not really adding value to the world, but that's a separate conversation. Um, so I decided to make a, a, a life mission for myself and, and as Roger mentioned earlier, um, that you know with the advent of the internet and now even more so with the advent of cryptocurrencies and blockchain, um, there's no reason for why people cannot achieve time freedom financial freedom, location freedom, really achieve their dreams, make the world a better place. Okay, now, you know, everyone is on the same level playing field. So I've made it a, a, a mission of mine to help 100,000 people uh, become financially or, or free in general uh, by December 31st, 2020. So that's one of the reasons for why I'm sharing with you today three ways um, that you can use to generate multiple income streams or passive income from cryptocurrencies. There has been a lot of talk about, you know, cryptocurrencies going through the moon. Well, that has happened. They've also come back a lot. I believe they will still go up. But again, in a bear market, so in, in, a, in a downwards market, right, like we are now, um, you know, income can be a lifesaver because the market can stay low for a very long time. Okay, so how do you generate income? How do you cash flow your investments is through income streams, okay? Um, I truly believe that more millionaires will be created by Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies than any other time in history. However, it can take a long time. It can take a long time for this to happen. Um, before I share with you with the, the exact three steps, um, I'm going to cover this very quickly as um, it's been covered earlier. This is obviously not financial advice. You have to do your own research. As I'm sure you know by now, cryptocurrencies can be very highly, very highly volatile. And therefore, that means that you can make massive losses as well as massive gains. Um, and obviously, don't um, invest in currencies that you um, don't invest in money that you cannot afford to lose. Um, very briefly, how do I get how did I get here? Like I said before, by pure chance. Um, and now my kind of uh, the way I look at cryptocurrencies is that it's, it's on par with real estate. I own a number of, of um online businesses and um, I, I used to invest all the profits in real estate that's that's the second flat that I bought here in London that's the third flat that I just recently bought here in London and now um, I'm looking at cryptocurrencies as an additional passive income stream in addition to real estate okay um, very quickly um, before we really dive into the, the three strategies um, by the end of this presentation you will have the three keys and it's great that you've attended the presentation. Fantastic, congratulations. However, to know and not to do is not to know. So make sure whether it's $5, whether it's 10 bucks, whatever it is, make sure that you try these strategies right away. Okay, that's, that's what I would really encourage you uh, to do. Um, now, key number one um, is what I call the weekly paycheck. And, and perhaps this is one that you wouldn't be expecting, okay, because there is a way to get exposure to cryptocurrencies okay there is a way to cash flow cryptocurrencies to generate income from cryptocurrencies without actually having to deal with cryptocurrencies okay so you know how many of you find cryptocurrencies complicated how many of you find you know buying and selling cryptocurrencies really difficult and and potentially very dangerous right you have to transfer fiat money uh, from your bank or your credit card to an exchange buy the bitcoin um, then you know you have to convert that bitcoin into some other coin all of this is unregulated in most cases 
you know, and then what happens if you make a, a mistake in your, in your address? Well, you lose the money. How do you store the Bitcoin? Does the exchange get hacked? All of this is, the truth is that it's not user-friendly. Will it improve? Yes, but we're not there yet. So one of the ways of generating income through cryptocurrencies is by getting exposure uh, to companies and to stocks that are active in the cryptocurrency market. So um, we're going to cover this later. One of the, um, the key things about cryptos is, is this concept of mining, right? Um, we'll cover it in more detail later. It's, it's essentially a concept where uh, by using um, computing power, you can effectively create money out of nothing. Okay, that's, that's the main idea. Um, and this has created a huge demand for uh, computer graphic cards. So they're usually pieces of hardware that were used for, you know, gaming and, and this type of applications. Now they can be used and they're perfect for mining. Okay. So there's a lot of companies like Nvidia and others who now suddenly out of the blue are seeing massive demand for their products. So it's additional demand. And if you look at their stock prices, they've gone through the roof, not because people are playing video games more than before, simply because all of the crypto miners are getting into the game. So the, the weekly paycheck strategy is a strategy whereby you can sell options. Okay, so you're trading now a financial instrument that you can even trade within an IRA. Okay, um, and it's perfectly approved. So you can sell options on some of these stocks. Okay, and that means that you're not having to deal with a wallet, with cryptos, with all the hassles, but rather you're just trading stocks and options on a very regulated market, perhaps the more regulated market in the world. It's all squeaky clean. And there are no issues of, you know, the bank shutting you down or the bank not wanting to transfer money to cryptos and what have you. The best part of this is that you can sell these options and specifically you would sell a put spread if, if uh, for those of you who are on the call who are more advanced. And that's something that I do every week. OK, and every week you get a paycheck. How much can you make? Well, it depends how much you invest. OK, typically. Roughly speaking, you know, if you have a mid-sized account, you would be making maybe about a thousand dollars a week. Okay, take or give. If you have a larger account, you know, um, uh, you can make you know easily, easily a few thousand dollars a week. And perhaps even the best part of this is that by selling um, put spreads, you and and well, what you can achieve is a very high win ratio. That means that 95 to 98 percent of your trades are going to be profitable. Now, again, I know that sounds crazy. And we don't have time to go into it, all the details in here. However, just keep in mind that by selling put spreads and by managing those positions accordingly, more often than not, um, we can and you can too convert losing positions into winning positions. Um, for example, um, Robert, one of my students, uh, he called me last week, said, hey, Tiz, you know, I make ten, I make $10,000 in a week trading this. Best week ever. And this is someone who got started like less than a year ago. I'm going to jump in here real quick because there's a, this could be a little bit confusing. So when you're talking about doing put spreads on regulated securities, uh, what type of companies are you talking about here? Is it directly correlated to cryptocurrency? Like, are these like the, uh, the, the Bitcoin trusts of the world? Like, what are you investing in? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, no, you're not getting exposure to um companies that have direct exposure to Bitcoins, like the Bitcoin Trust and others, okay? No ATFs, none of that stuff. You're getting exposure to companies who produce hardware for crypto miners. Oh, so you're talking about like trading the NVIDIAs in, of the world. Correct, 
correct, which is okay. actually a much smarter way, in my opinion, because if you're getting exposure to the ETFs and the Bitcoin Trust and what have you, you're directly getting exposure to the volatility of the cryptos, which, you know, is like through the roof. However, so you want to be paying attention to those securities that have the um, that follow the cryptocurrency markets, because I know like a lot of people when they talk about like Stripe or I'm sorry, Square. Like Square in the past has unfairly followed the crypto markets, considering that like 3% or less of their business is actually correlated to it. But then like, and I'm, I'm speaking in the US, you might have some different more broad national companies, but like um, uh, an overstock, it's like their stock is directly pegged to the price of Bitcoin, even though that's not fundamentally their business. So those are the types of things that you're talking about. Um, uh Yes and no. So, I mean, you can have situations where, you know, stocks are correlated with Bitcoin for no valid reason. And that's something that's called spurious correlation. Um, it's essentially correlation that shouldn't be there. Um, what I'm talking about is correlation to stocks that are fundamentally related to Bitcoin. So, for example, the NVIDIAs of this world, they will do well as a business if miners do well. And miners do well if Bitcoin does well. Now, the great thing about mining is that it's not directly correlated to Bitcoin prices. Okay, so granted, there is a correlation in the sense that if Bitcoin prices go through the roof, every man and his dog is going to be mining. I'm exaggerating, you get the idea. If Bitcoin prices go to zero, then there's not going to be as many miners. But it's, it's a much more stable business model than risk being, exposure, being exposed to miners who are indirectly exposed to Bitcoin rather than being exposed to Bitcoin itself. And on top of that, if you pick well these companies, these securities, then if you look at NVIDIA, for example, yes, they have a lot of exposure to the mining market, but they also have a very solid business model with traditional hardware. So now you're betting on cryptos, but you also have that added element of, of risk mitigation and diversification from the fact that you're actually investing in a, in a real company that have, has already an established model. Okay, okay, thank you. No, 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 no. Um, second thing is, is, we mentioned it briefly, is, is mining, okay? Um, and there are two types of mining. So first of all, um, very briefly, you know, mining is simply using computer power to generate coins out of, you know, pretty much thin air. Um, the two main costs with mining are A, the hardware, and B, the cost of electricity. It consumes electricity like there's no tomorrow. Um, and I know you may be thinking, hey, you know, Tiz, this is very complicated. I have no exposure to mining. I don't really know what it is. Well, guess what? You can do something called cloud mining. Okay, so effectively, you're, you are renting mining capacity from other people and they do the mining on your behalf and then you get the returns. For example, you may say, hey, here's $500. I want to buy $500 worth of mining capacity uh, for next month. And then at the end of next month, they will come to you and say, hey, you know, we've mined however many bitcoins or whatever it is that you're mining and this bitcoin is worth xyz dollars okay so that's a a great way of generating um an additional multiple income stream um without having hands-on exposure to having to deal with the hardware and all the, the technical side of it um it's something that you know it, it really doesn't take long to to figure out and it's something that can can really within your crypto portfolio can diversify your risk because you know even if bitcoins tank or cryptos in general tank you still have some income coming in um now the key thing and i must warn you about this with cloud mining is is due diligence okay there's a lot of companies out there who say hey give us money and we're going to mine for you well they claim that they're mining a certain amount for you but there's no way of telling whether they're actually mining that amount or less 
Um, so in that respect, who, if you go down the cloud mining route, make sure that you are investing in a reputable company and ideally make sure there is some type of audit that says, hey, you know, these, these guys are saying that they're selling you 500 bucks worth of mining capacity. Are they actually selling you 500 bucks worth of mining capacity? Are they actually doing it? Another way of doing this is, is what I call let me ask. Let me ask you a question in cloud mining. Are mm -hmm. there some companies that you've done your due diligence on that you think are viable? The reason I say that is, is like when we work with the, the totally crypto um, students and the digital currency insiders, like we've kind of put all cloud mining on a blacklist and said, hey, you know what? 99% of them are scams and that 1% we haven't found yet. Be very, very careful. Um, have you found some that you believe in that you're willing to recommend to people? Um, I have a couple uh, that I like, but I typically don't talk about them because one, sometimes they don't accept. Um, a lot of it depends on where you're living in the world. Some of them will only take customers from certain parts of the world. And uh, not just that, but perhaps the most important reason is that some of them are um, companies to which you need to have private access. So if I was to share uh, the name of those companies, uh, on, depending on how the investment is structured, it would be considered um, as uh, soliciting an investment, which is something we cannot do here for uh, for legal reasons. So okay. uh, it's, it's more of a kind of, you know, it's, you have to do your due diligence or someone tells you about it. I, yeah, it, it's not something that for legal reasons can be shared here. It's a shame because I've got a really good, two really good ones. But. Okay. Um, so the second option is, um, is hardware mining. Uh, which is essentially you actually buy the computer, the hardware, and you you know have these things sitting in, in your home or in, in a basement or in a storage room, whatever it is. Um, yes, it's a lot more you know time intensive, and, and you know you're paying, you're buying the hardware up front, and it requires a certain amount, an element of technical expertise. Now, on the other hand, though, um, you know it's a much safer way of doing this in a sense that you know you don't have to. Um, you know, you don't have to rely on someone else telling you that they're going to do something. Instead, you know, you're buying the hardware, you know what the deal is, you know how much you pay for it, you know how much you're getting out of it. Okay. Um, so if you're just getting started and you're a total newbie to this, and if you're not very technical, um, then um, perhaps if you can find a good cloud money company um, and ask around, ask around because, uh, for example, the way that I found out about one of these two companies is, um, is, is through a common friend. And so, you know, there's an element of trust in there. And the, the reason that, you know, it's working out is because it's a private transaction. So ask around, there are a lot of people who say, hey, look, I want to spend $10,000 in hardware, but I don't have the $10,000. Can we pool our money together and we, we, we mine together? So effectively, he's doing all the hardware part. You trust him or you trust the person, you've done your due diligence, but you on your, on your other hand, you don't, have to do with, you don't have to deal with any of the hassle. It's, it's effectively kind of, you know, cloud mining. Um, in, uh, at a private level. Um, the third way is, is fundamental investing, okay? And you may have heard about this earlier, um, you know, which is essentially investing in, in either specific coins because you think they will appreciate in value or, um, you know, you invest in, in ICOs. Uh, now, there's something that has to be said that uh, no one is saying um, when it comes to fundamental investing in cryptos, and that is that there ain't any fundamental investing in cryptos, okay? Um, this is as fundamental as it gets, what I'm gonna share with you. The reality that is, there ain't any because there's no fundamental valuation of cryptos. If you're buying a stock of, micro, say, Microsoft, right? 
you can see, okay, well, how much money has Microsoft made in the last XYZ years? How much money is it predicted to make? And as a function of the company's revenue, cash flow, profits, and assets, you can then come to a fair valuation for the stock. Well, when it comes to cryptos, there ain't any, because the majority of these companies, uh, they either are not producing, producing any cash, there's no clear business model of financial projections of how much they're going to make, and certainly they haven't made any, any they don't have a track record of, of producing cash flow and, and profits in the past. Um, so what I'm going to be sharing here with you today are some high-level qualitative factors that will allow you to filter out, uh, you know, the 95, 98% of bad opportunities out there, and then keep, you know, the 3 5% or, or even 1%, whatever it is, um, that are worthwhile looking at, okay? Um, so, very briefly, if you're new to ICOs, um, what are ICOs? They're essentially initial coin offerings. It's whenever a new currency is created, um, that's, um, that's called an ICO. If you're familiar with the equity market, with stocks, it's the equivalent of an IPO. There is a very big difference here between an IPO and an ICO. Um, an ICO is something that pretty much anyone can sit down at a computer, write a contract, and there you go, you've created a new coin. Okay? There is no regulation, there is no uh, due diligence, there are no checks whatsoever. Okay? Um, an IPO, on the other hand, is a very structured process. There is a lot of due diligence. It needs to be approved by regulators. It needs to be listed on an exchange. So typically, um, ICOs are a lot riskier than IPOs. Now, it doesn't mean that you cannot make money from ICOs. You just have to be a lot more careful. So the three steps to choosing um, you know, the best ICOs is number one, and again, this is a, a proven step-by-step -step system to getting rid of the 95-98% of likely losers and really focusing on the top few percent. The first step is you know, look at the team, look at the community. Okay? So who's behind a specific coin? And, and not just who's behind, like do they have a nice LinkedIn profile, but most importantly, have they been involved with projects in the past that have um, had success, right? So if, for example, the CEO or the founder has been involved with another coin and that coin is doing very well, then chances are that this coin is also going to do very well. It's not a guarantee, but chances are and may even do better because now he has more contacts, more experience, etc., etc. So that's the team. And also look at the community, okay? So how many people are getting involved with this coin, with this project, and, you know, what type of people are getting involved? Okay, um, is it you know is it big institutional players? Is it people who can make a difference, or is it you know every man and his dog getting involved? Now there is something to be said about community size. Okay, the bigger the community, generally speaking, the greater the adoption of that project, and therefore the more likely that coin it is to appreciate. Okay. Now th there are specific resources um, that I can that you can use um, to uh, get this information. Um, at the end of the day. It really is about, you know, identifying what are the key elements that you need to be aware of and looking out for them. And, and I can tell you more about those, those resources uh, maybe, maybe later. So number two is the age of the project, okay? How long has this project been around for? Now, you may have heard, okay, well, the longer a project has been around for, the better it is. No, that's not true. We have to look at what has that team achieved within that time frame. So if a project has been around for like forever but has hardly completed any milestones, that's a proof that that team cannot work together efficiently, productively. If on the other hand, we've got a project who's been around for a very short amount of time, but they've done a lot together, that shows that that team can get a lot of stuff done fast. And last but not least 
is the real world application of all this okay um and this is something that i always look at um uh, before recommending any coins to my students which is is that a real world application are they looking to solve a real world problem okay there are a lot of problems out there some of them are just pie in the sky ideas okay and the second thing is how big is the problem that they're looking to solve okay is it a small problem or is it a big problem um it really boils down to you know the bigger the problem they're solving the bigger the the project and the more the higher the chances of that coin succeeding for example if you look at omisego okay i met actually with them a couple of weeks ago and they are solving the problem of giving small businesses in the southern east asia region access to credit card processing facilities because the reality is that a lot of small businesses in that region are just way too small um, to even qualify for a bank account let alone have credit card processing facilities so is that a real world problem yes certainly two is that a big enough problem yes of course it's a huge huge region that is um poised for massive massive uh growth and so um these are kind of three ways that you can uh use to generate massive um passive income now um if you're thinking okay well great but i don't have enough um you know to to do all of these ways um well i'd like to share with you the story of james days one of my students that he invests he's very busy he doesn't he's, he's in the construction business so he he doesn't have a kind of a big amount of disposable income and he doesn't have a lot of time either okay um he said look i'm just going to invest 100 bucks a month in cryptos okay and last time he checked he was up 20 percent he put 800 bucks in ethereum it's now worth 1200 bucks six months later so the idea here is take a small amount every month um and you may have seen it earlier uh, i call it the uh, starbucks reverse investment program okay so if you go to starbucks or or whatever coffee shop try not going for 30 days and those you know three four five bucks you save every day put them into cryptos and see how that performs my question to you is here you drink coffees every day and i love coffee i'm guilty of that i love coffee um you know you put that into you drink coffees every day one is your expected return on drinking coffee over the next two three five years zero right that that's just money that's gone if you take that money and you put it into cryptos okay especially where we are in the market now what is your expected return over two three five years it's a lot a lot if you take into account not just capital appreciation but also the income that these cryptos can generate in the meantime um with that being said um that's kind of a very quick overview now do you need to kind of have you know all these screens be a professional trader to do this no okay um before we wrap up i'd like also um to share very briefly an additional way a a, a bonus way um that you can generate um income streams passive income streams and multiple income streams from cryptos which is dividend paying coins now we have to be very careful here there are coins out there who say hey invest in us and we'll pay you one percent per year okay that's clearly a ponzi scheme uh, a lot of them have gone down and a lot more will go down what i refer to is is, is stable projects for example i'm thinking neo there's a few other ones that will pay you a three five percent dividend yield per annum okay now again you can just buy one coin right uh, one like 50 bucks whatever it is and see it see how the process works you will see that the dividends are coming in um 24 7 actually that's a beauty and it's a way to generate additional income streams now 
is that, you know, you're, you may be thinking, well, hey, you know, I can make 81,000% there. Why would I bother making 3 to 5% there? Well, the two things are not mutually exclusive, right? You can be holding Bitcoin, which I think you should, by the way, and, you know, you're holding Bitcoin and that's a capital appreciation play, right? But Bitcoin does not pay you any type of income, does it? If you're holding a dividend paying coin, right, that is paying you a dividend, right, in addition to the capital appreciation. Is 3 to 5% a lot? No. Is it more than what the bank is paying you? Yes. Do you have to do any additional work? No. So why not get it, right? At least um, it, it, um, it kind of covers inflation. And on top of that is that that 3 to 5% compounded year after year after year, that in itself can become a huge amount. Um, so you don't, you don't kind of need to be a professional trader for any of this. Um, as we wrap up, I promised uh, there will be some bonus gifts. So there is, um, there's a bonus gift below. Um, and I believe this link is also uh, being posted. So um, I've recently published a book, How to Make Money with Bitcoin and Cryptocurrencies from Beginner to Badass, Five Ways to Profiting from the Money 2.0 Revolution. Um, it's, it's available on Amazon for like nothing, but most importantly, you can get it for free. Um, we are finishing the electronic version of the book, so you can pre-register for a free electronic version by going to FOM. Um, to Future of Money, so fom.8020research.com. Um, and as soon as it's available, we'll send it out to you. Um, yeah, and, and that's kind of a very, it's a very basic introduction to Bitcoin and cryptos. Um, and I think that together with what you've learned today about uh, generating multiple income streams, um, you know, just, just get started. Like the opportunity is huge. Even if you don't think that cryptos are gonna go up, which I think you should, um, because they will, in my opinion, it's just, just get, get money to work for you, generate some passive income, because that over time um, can, can build into a very nice wealth and retirement nest egg. So Tiz, before we jump off, what is the one thing that you would like everyone that's watching this video to know that you believe could help them create wealth in the future? Multiple income streams. That's I could what it probably is. guess that, couldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> what gave it away? <laughs> so Tiz, on behalf of everyone for uh, the entire team from the future the future of money summit we'd really like to thank you for taking the time to do your presentation today thank you roger you guys have been amazing take care if you enjoyed this episode don't forget to smash that like button subscribe to the channel select the bell icon so you can get notified every time we launch a new episode or leave a five-star review if you're listening to this as a podcast before you leave don't forget to click on that link in the description box or go to guide.tiz.tv to get free instant access to the No BS Guide to Wealth. Thank you, and see you in the next episode.